Hey guys, welcome to the Two Free Vision. Thanks for riding the wave with me. My name is Savage the Vessel, and I aim to motivate, to uplift, to inspire, and to guide. So as we get ready for this next episode, I hope you guys just keep in mind that knowledge is power, knowledge is everything. So continue sharing your brownies with the world and let's get right into this. All right, everybody. Uh, again, this is Savage the Vessel. I am Savage the Vessel. Welcome back to Waves. Um, so this week, uh, there's been something that's been, it's been such an eye-opener for me. And it's, I cannot, cannot wait to uh, give this to you guys. This is, so primarily this message is going to be for the gentlemen. Um, women, you can benefit from it too. But for my guys out there, this this was such such revelation for me. I'm very passionate to talk about this episode. Um, and there's going to be so much knowledge and so much that I know the Holy Spirit is going to instill in me to give to you guys. So be patient with me and um, take notes if you need to, but just open your mind and just listen, just, just listen. And I will do my best to deliver it to you guys um, in a very enriching and engaging way. Okay, so the title of this message is, uh, the title that I labeled this message today is called A Man's Responsibility. And so in the beginning, there um, there was Eden, the Garden of Eden, which was, wasn't really um, a place, wasn't really a garden. That's why it still to this day has not been found. What Eden was, and this was new to me, that I found out was garden. the Garden of Eden was the presence of God. So as we have to, as we we pray and we seek God and we um, we follow in Jesus' footsteps and we learn the scripture and we learn how to be more like God every day or more like Jesus every day, the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve, they were able to, they didn't have to um, seek God, you know, because the Garden of Eden was God's presence. They it's still to me I'm still studying it still trying to figure out exactly so more if I could put it it's like it was the it was a it was the atmosphere of 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 God's presence um he it was just you didn't have to seek or turn to him because you were in the presence you were you were connected like it was ah I'm still trying to understand it like I hope you can follow me when I say that but it wasn't a physical place or tangible place it was the presence or the atmosphere of God. And then the second thing was that God gave to a man was his work. Um, What I mean by that is what you were to become, what God has instilled in you and called you to do, your work, um, what you're supposed to do. And so next week, I'm going to do an episode on the difference between work and job. Because when I say work, a lot of people probably thought, well, work, like what you mean like working in, 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 you know, in the world to provide and stuff like that. No, work is something that you, 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 you can't get fired from. It's something that you are working at every day because you're trying to get to what God has called you to do, called you to be, um, finding your purpose. The third thing was, is to cultivate or to steward or to care. So what God, ha- whatever God has given you, whatever God has blessed you with, whatever God 
has given you the ability to do, whether it's a gift of speaking, whether it's a gift of caring or serving, whether it's a gift of of prophecy, whether it's a gift of any of the many spiritual gifts that God instills in us, only you can find out what that gift is. Whatever that gift is, it is your responsibility to cultivate that, to grow it, to steward over it, to take care of it. Because at the end of the day, I mean, your vessel, your body is God's. He designed it. He created you. you everything that you have, your blessings, that you, what you are inside in you, like your spirit and your, your, your gifts that he's given you is God's. So he is allowing us to temporarily take care of those gifts, you know, not that he's going to take them back, but he's given those, he's given everything that we are is, is we're supposed to be stewarding over it. Um, so last year, like I talked about in my earlier, in my last season of podcast, um, I was, you know, for 10 years, I had a vehicle, like God kept blessing me and, and I was able to get these different vehicles. So I had a car from the time I was 18 to the time, or from the time I was 19 till like the beginning of this year when I lost my car. And, um, guys, that's just been a season, um, having to put my boots back on the pavement and do the Jesus walk, um, which to me is very admirable to myself. Like I, I enjoy walking because I have time to, you know, just be in God's presence and, and just think and just see beauty and nature all around, even from the beautiful sounds of songbirds and to understand that their work as a bird is flying, you know, that's their work. That's what God has given them the ability to do. And that's all they do is they work. They don't have to worry about food. They don't worry about clothing. They don't worry about tomorrow. Like their job is to fly, to, to sing. And so me walking, I've been able to see things like that. And um, where I was, um, let me bring it back. Um, so when I lost my car, I, I st- I'm realizing that, you know, although I had a, I had a nice vehicle and I, in the moments I would, I would really, I did really good take care of my car. I gave it the best, you know, everything internal engine wise. I always made sure it was top tier. I kept my car clean inside and out. Um, but I, I didn't steward over it the way I was supposed to. Um, I was ungrateful. Um, even though when I felt I was grateful, um, I was ungrateful. So all that to say is whatever you're blessed with, you got to steward over it, cultivate it, take care of it. And the next thing is to, number four, is to guard or to protect it. So whatever, like, so what God gives you, like for me, um, the gift, I feel like God has given me the gift of speaking. So in that, um, I have to guard that. I have to protect that. I have to, um, step three, I have to grow it. I have to steward over it. I have to cultivate it. And step two was to become and you know that's me working on my gift of speech and working on it and you know um to become i'm not sure what god is going to use my voice for but i know that that this two free that waves the two free vision is a part of that and like i said step one is to continue to be in god's presence um number five and ah that's my favorite one is to to teach is to command to what I'm given, what knowledge I learn, what I receive from the spirit, what I read in either my Bible or listening to other uh, like godly music or just um, just, you know, being open to knowledge. I am to 
like I said in my older uh, last season, I, I used the word brownies um, because like when I learn something like brownies, I share it because it, 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 it is such a beautiful thing. Um, it, it, when you share something that's rich and decadent um, and it can be very enriching for someone else's life. And then number six, uh, responsibility. Now, I wrote the word the day in it. Uh, oh, I guess the day is what I meant was because on that day, on that last day, you are on the sixth day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so on the sixth day, we had to take responsibility. God gave us all these responsibilities to be in his presence, to work, which is to become, um, to care, which is to cultivate or steward over. Number four uh, on the fourth day is to guard and to protect it. Number five is to teach and to command. And then number six, on the sixth day, the responsibility was ultimately given to us saying, this is what I am commanding you to do. And what is very uh, very powerful also about this is the spirit of man has no gender. I did not know that, you know. So let me tell you what I mean by it. So the spirit of man has no gender, only the body, which was made from dust, has gender. So female anatomy, male anatomy, that's what we are in our vessels on this earth is it's made from dust because Adam was created from dust and then Eve was constructed from that. So those are the two separate genders. But the spirit that God puts in us has no gender. And I, when I heard that, I was like, wow, that is that is beautiful. That is beautiful. Um, and the reason why God, the reason why God chose the reason why God chose the spirit of man to be created in a human male anatomy first, the reason he chose the male anatomy to be first and to put the spirit of uh, spirit of man in it was so he could lead the human family. It is our responsibilities, gentlemen, to lead our families. It's not the woman's role to do that. And somehow in our culture, in our society, from years of past transgressions and past mistakes, we have especially in my black community, where my black brothers and sisters, where it's most prevalent, I'm not saying it doesn't happen to other communities and other, because that would just be ignorant of me to say, but what I'm saying is growing up in it, my mom was more of the um, the provider and doing the man's work. And it's it's not supposed to be that way. So God created the man first and gave him, us all these instructions so that we could lead our wife, lead the family. Um, so that that was something very, very... <laughs> God created me to have dominion. He created every man to have dominion. When he says, go and be fruitful, multiply, and have dominion over the birds and the seas and the, and the lands trees and the animals that walk the earth God gave us dominion over everything but it was never given to us to have dominion over another human being guys look around we are doing it wrong we have government we have tyranny people who we have tyrants that's the word I was about to say tyrannous but maybe that is that's the word I'm not sure but tyrants um uh, uh, even something as little uh, uh, all the way down to the level of just bullies men 
We are never, or we're never meant to be, and it is not what God meant. I don't know where society has gotten us on the wrong way of thinking to subdue another man. We are not supposed to subdue or rule over each other. That's wrong. And I've always felt that way. That's why I've always felt 98% different. I've always felt like the oddball because we're not even supposed to be doing all that. I mean, why? Like, it makes me so annoyed when when another man thinks he has the power to subdue another man and, and, and to do things like that. Like, no, you ain't nobody. Like, ooh. <laughs> but uh, God created me to lead. He created us to lead. And it is in my nature to lead. It is in our nature to lead. Like we are the man. God created us at the beginning and gave us these instructions, you know? And that is why, that is why in every job I've ever had, because I've had a lot. And when I say a lot, like a lot, like I couldn't even, that when I do resumes, I don't, I can't even put all the jobs I've had on there. But <laughs> am I ashamed? No. Could I have done better? Yes. But will I live in the past? No, because I was there firsthand. So why would I live in the past and be like, what I could have, should have, would have done when I was there. I had the opportunity to make those decisions, but here we are. Okay. So, um, that is why I always have always, even from a very young age, I've always, always have had friction between authority. Um, when it came to another authority figure trying to subdue me or to have dominance over me, like I said, that's not even what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be leading and cultivating and helping each other and growing. And um, every job I've had, that's why I don't like to be told what to do. I do not like to be told what to do. Men, we do not like to be told what to do because we were created to lead. Not to be told what to do. I can always, people always made, it, made me feel like there was something wrong with me. Oh, you, you have, you have... Um, you are uncoachable or untrainable. You have uh, a problem with authority. You are just rebellious. No, because now it makes sense to me though. I was just created to lead. Like that is just my spiritual nature is to lead. And a lot of people, when they subdue people, that's that fear that they have. They don't want nobody else to lead. They don't, they have the fear of being subdued. So they subdue other people when that's probably not even the case. So chill out, like have a seat. As, as a matter of fact, have several, but um, <laughs> I, we're just wired to be in charge, guys. Like men, we're just wired to be in charge. We're just designed to be in management. Like we're we're de- we're designed and wired to lead and to be in management and to be in charge. But again, we are not designed and wasn't given the authority to subdue other men or to dominate other men. And I learned, you know, true leaders never seek followers. So I always go back to my, you know, my little Twitter and I'm just like, you know, yeah, I have 37 followers. It's okay, though, Um, (laughs) because I don't seek to gain followers. I seek to gain. Like. okay, so. What do I seek to gain? I seek to gain an abundance of connections. Connections where 
people are on the same wavelength, even people who are a little different and not on the same like wavelength, but people who are just eager to learn more and eager to share and eager to help each other up. If we all really as a collective helped each other up and helped, helped one another, nobody would need anything because everybody would just be selflessly helping another person. Like, oh, you're down. Let me help you get up. Oh, you're down. I ain't even got to ask somebody is coming to help pick me up. And in this season, I've learned that I've have I've had a few people um, when I reached out, they were they were eager to help me. Yes, but it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be where we should have to ask each other for help. We should just be in tune with each other and connected to a point to where we see each other fall and we do everything we can to help them get back up on their feet and help them out. But that's just maybe that's just the way I see things. And I'm going to stop saying that because. I'm not going to say that because I'm declaring that it's going to change. I'm declaring that I'm going to be able to help step out and start flipping the world upside down to where we are when we become in sync like that. I mean, social media and all this stuff, that's why I've taken such a long hiatus off of it. Is 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 just it's there to connect us, but it's also there to desensitize us and it, forget about each other. And I just, I don't like to see anybody down. Like, I, I want to make sure, especially if they're going through something, I want to make sure that they're comfortable. So with being in the season, there's a lot of things I've learned that I needed in this season and that nobody would provide for me or that anybody wanted to or could provide for me. And uh, here's a small, simple thing. Um, when someone is, like, it, who is in my predicament, um, this is not about me. I just wanted to throw an example out there because I know a lot of people have probably gone through this. But when you're going through a season and when you feel like you're out here in the deep, that's another uh, episode we're going to do in a few weeks, guys. You're really going to love that one. But when you're out here and um, you're in this storm by yourself and it's cold and it's dark and it's lonely and it's just you, you know, and then you have God, but you still sometimes feel like God is distant because he's not moving on our time on this earth he's moving on his time even though he's working he's not moving on our time we feel like he doesn't hear us but in that when you don't have a job when you don't have a car when the weather is not warm enough you do feel like you're on house arrest and you're in your apartment all the time and one of the things I really wanted I really desired was just to have people show up or to call me or to FaceTime me or to check up on me or to be like, here, I got you some groceries because, you know, I know this will help pass the time and this this will make you feel better because the rut you feel in that food does make you feel better, you know, and it does pass the time. And, and that's just one of the things I've learned. So now when I get out of this season, because I know God's going to bless me and I know that every storm has an expiration date. I know that that is one of the things I will provide. And is yeah, I know it's going to take work to get in those relationships to where I am able to pick up on it and be like, oh, well, she ain't even got to say something, but I see that she's down. Let me just show up with her with some brownies, you know, that I, that I baked. Or let me just show up with some groceries and be like, hey, come on, let's go grocery shopping. Oh, I don't need it. No, let's just, let's go. Because you need to get out. You might see something you want. Let's go. You know, that's just me. That's just me. Um, but I digress. Um, but leadership, like, like I said, God create us to lead but leadership is finding your purpose finding your work finding what it is that God created you and called you to do 
Um, I'm still learning. I'm still learning what it is, but I know it has something to do with my voice. I know it has something to do with the way I walk and I represent the image of God. I know it has something to do with that. And what I also learned in this season, guys, is it's been something. And for men, um, whatever you mismanage, you lose. And that was such a revelation for me because it was like, wow, I mismanaged my car. You know, I mismanaged all the jobs that I had. And I lost them. You know, I mismanaged. Uh... Yeah, those are the two biggest things. I would say family, but I didn't mismanage them. They just chose not to be a part of my life. But whatever you mismanage, you lose. So, gentlemen, if you have a career or if you have uh, materialistic things or if you have a family or if you have a wife or if you have uh, anything that you're passionate about or like even your relationship with God, whatever you mismanage, you lose. Um, Maybe God, maybe you may not lose God, but you do start your sin does start to blind you from God because God. God doesn't see God sees you but he doesn't respond because your sin creates a barrier between the two of you. God will stop growth where there is no management. So if you mismanage something, God will stop growing. And that hurt me too cuz it was like, man, I I did mismanage a lot of things. I don't see my growth happening right now anymore because I mismanaged so much. And the, the biggest thing that was bringing me to tears was like, you know, God, will I ever get a chance again? Do I get a do-over? Will I be able to grow again because I now learn how to manage and steward over the right things? And God's grace is so sufficient that I, I know that I'll get another chance. But it took all of this, you know, to understanding what my my purpose is as a man like I I was created you know God God there was 600 million or 600 billion sperm I like to use this this a lot that was you know in 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 the canal and in God meticulously like picked one out of all those and said Corey <laughs> you're chosen you're going to make it. And I made it to the egg. And that is probably the most the, the most tumultuous journey we'll ever make. And we didn't even know about it. Can't even remember it. <laughs> I mean, we just, there's no way we can know that. But that was a fight. And God chose us as men to do that. And um, I, I want to make sure that I'm not stepping on uh, other other episodes that I'm gonna do uh, um, I guess I could I guess I could add what I was gonna say to this episode I don't think it's gonna be taking from the other episodes that I have planned for you guys let's see here because I really want to talk about this one or I might just it might be big enough to where I can put it all into one um, put it all into one big episode well actually let's yeah let's do that okay so I'm um, 
Well, this episode is pretty long, so I'll probably put it in the next one. Yeah, we'll do the next one. But the next episode I want, I'm going to talk about, which will probably be next week, is, um, guys, it's, it's, <laughs> like I said, it's the man's responsibility to lead and to not subdue women. But, guys, we got to stop. We got to stop it. And, like, it has to stop. We've got to stop going out here and grabbing these women grabbing these women as trophies when we don't even know what our vision or our plan is. And I'm going to leave that one there because I think I'm going to do a whole episode on that next week because um, it's just getting tiresome and it's embarrassing and it's just, it's childish. It's immature how we got people out here, you know, and grabbing these women up because, and, 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 and playing a game with it. Let me stop there, but that is a little hint because I'm gonna go in on the next episode about this because it's it's I've seen it my whole life and I'm tired of it and it's just it just it it leaves a lot of people broken. But next week I'm gonna talk about it and it's gonna be how what women's role is when it comes to the men and what we should be doing first. Like I said, finding our work, finding our purpose, and I'm gonna leave it at that because I'm about to spill it all right now. But guys, uh, I hope this episode was really was something for you uh it was some stuff that i learned and it's just it's it was it was amazing so with all that thank you guys and continue to go out and live a two free life thank you Mm -hmm.